episode is more or less off-topic, but relates to the changes we're going to do on the forums. The topic of this episode is green on black color schemes and terminal themes. We see those rather often around the Unix world. It's probably one of the things the average person thinks about when they hear the term Unix system. Why are we using those? Where did that took off and is it really proven that they give less eye strain? After listening to the episode, you can expand the topic on the forum so that we can create a new forum's themes according to those. So, I'm Vinam, and you're listening to The Nixers Podcast. background comes from the green screens, aka monochrome monitors. They were nicknamed green screens even though the monochrome monitors came in many other different colors other than green. A monochrome monitor is a monitor that only has one color, as the name implies. It was used before color screens were invented in the early days of computing, from 60s till the 80s, as a successor to the teletype terminal, which was a typewriter with paper connected to a machine. The technology used to display colors on the screen was a cathode ray tube, with phosphor used as a luminescent substance to create a glow. The cathode ray tube was actually invented way, way back in 1897 by Carl Ferdinand Brown. Depending on the different type of phosphor used, the glow is of different color. For example, for phosphor P1, it gives a green glow, for P3 amber glow, and for P4 white glow. Some of those displays could even change the intensity of the glow to create more depth. However, it wasn't really too popular because of how much more memory it would use, and consequently how much more costly it would be. At this point, some claimed, with no basis to support it, that amber phosphor was more ergonomic and reduced eye strain. It was probably a marketing or public relation move to promote selling amber phosphor screens because it was costlier to produce. I don't have the exact prices, but that's just a guess. Monochrome monitors were widely used on almost all DOMP terminals and text application because of its reputation for sharp and readable text, even after color display first appeared. The reason was that monochrome monitors, unlike color CRT and today's LCD displays, use pixel-for-pixel pixel precision. On an LCD screen, for example, a pixel is composed of three sub-pixels, usually red, green, and blue, and on monochrome displays, there's no subdivision of pixel, and that's where the, the crisp shape of text comes from. Still, we didn't answer why green was the most used phosphor. The reason is very, very simple. Green was the most cost-effective. It was cheaper. And so it was used everywhere, from oscilloscopes to radars. What about television, you might ask? They were also black and white and used the same technology. Why didn't we have a, play, a black and white monitor instead of green and black? Again, the answer is that it wasn't cost-effective. TVs simply take a signal and display it, while computers have to create a representation of binary code on the screen. The computers of the early 60s didn't have video cards nor the processing power to display and process at the same time. This all changed once the processing power increased and primitive video cards were created. 
So the role of a video card being to turn instructions into graphical points on the screens. And there's another reason why green was the preferred phosphor color chosen. And it has to do with screen refresh rate. A monitor has to keep track of changes and refresh the output of the screen every once in a while. The rate of this cycle is measured in hertz. In the 60s, the max rate was around 30 to 40 hertz, which is pretty low. Today, we usually have a refresh rate of 60 hertz. And a low refresh rate means you would notice the screen flickering. To counter this, engineers abused how the brain perceives motions as continuous, creating a sort of hollow effect a sort of afterglow effect. The technical term was called persistence time. That is how, how long the glow of the phosphor persists before giving off. Different phosphors have different persistence time. And as you would guess now, the green phosphor had the longest persistence time. Amber phosphor also had a long persistence time. However, high intensity phosphor glow may burn or discolor the monitor. This is where the name screensaver stems from. There was a need so for a program to avoid burning the screen, so just simply turning it off after a while. So in the end, this is all about money. Companies such as IBM and DEC DEC opted for green and amber screens to save production costs. Why did the green screen display persist in our culture? Why do programmers still use this sort of color scheme? The answer is unclear. It's all probably a sign of cultural heritage. It's iconic. Hollywood uses this and many movies for its archaic mysticism and how tied it is to the early computing world. In hacking movie, it's used as a meme of a super nerdy character that has super hacking powers. It's a way of frightening the average person with uh, what is unknown to them. But there's more to it. The afterglow ghosting effect of Terminal is also iconic. The way the screen stays briefly visible when you cut its power source is an attractive eye-catching visual used in many movies such as The Matrix when the green text moves along the screen and also in Ghost in the Shell. It's part of the pop culture even though the ghosting effect is now obsolete. It's now attached to the idea of futuristic computer-generated text. So what about programmers? They're certainly no better than Hollywood cliches. Well, also in the world of programming, there's a sort of epic look at days where we had sharp, crisp text on glowing green on black screens. I don't know how the idea emerged then that green on black was better for programming and for working longer hours. Most of the reports are anecdotal. We often hear, I feel it greatly eases the stress on my eyes after long hours of coding. 99% widescreen on a bright monitor is asking for a headache, for example. While for most part it seems like personal preferences that is created by a cultural background. For instance, someone might venerate the old Unix days or the DOS days, or they might think it's cool to use dark backgrounds, or it might have been the default they used for a certain editor or software and they got used to it, or simply because they find it artistically appealing. Most claims that they use their current color scheme because of the contrast it creates. Colors truly are important in the terminals, right? You would all agree to that. But 
do all this talk hold up against empirical facts? Everyone has a different sensibility to colors and so things might differ but isn't there a base we can test the dark color scheme hypothesis against? Road signs are white on blue or faint yellow on blue to make it easier for drivers to read. Text on paper is dark on a light background. Should we emulate the paper experience and have pitch black on white? Well, paper isn't white white pure white on pure black. What does the science of readability have to say about that? Many studies were conducted and concluded that people read faster and more accurately when the text was dark on white. But more studies confirmed that this was due to the surrounding environment. This is all reflected in how brightness and contrast are perceived by the person. During the day, green on black is very con contrasted with the light and the environment. Every time you look at the screen, your iris has to refocus, not knowing if it should expand to let more light in because it's dark, or contrast because the glow is too bright. This gives rise to horrific eye strain and headaches, and muscle ache when squinting too much. It's the contrast between the screen and the env environment that is important. It should be as small as possible. And the contrast for the colors on the screen itself is good, but not too much for the same exact reasons. So in the end, surprisingly, white backgrounds work well in well-lit room, while dark backgrounds work better at late hours in the darkness. None of them is better than the other in the end. here. Reading slower isn't necessarily something negative. Actually, it has been shown that whatever the color scheme, reading on screen is always slower and less accurate than reading on paper. One thing we need to take in consideration is that some studies have found that making the text harder to read on paper, the participants have a higher rate of successfully answering questions. It incited more thinking, more decision making, more remembering. This was induced because of the forced focus. So maybe that helps, maybe that doesn't. Nevertheless, looking at anything for an extended period of time increases the strains and headaches. So you better avoid it. And so that brings up the topic of the forearms color scheme or any other terminal color scheme that we're currently using. There are some good graphic design theory on how to make dark themes such as such as adding more spaces for readability to reduce the strain and using the right amount of contrast. Everything rotates around making it less cluttered and eye straining. I'm not sure what we'll work on, but I'm open to ideas. It would be fun to add some twist to the theme and make it automatically switch between, between a light version during the day and a darker one at night. And, well, that's it for this episode. It was a last minute idea so that I could postpone the preparation of a bigger topic for next week. And I hope it got you thinking a bit about why you're using the color scheme you're using and that you're going to help with the forums theme creation. And as usual, there's going to be a link if you want to contribute and you can push idea to the extended podcast threads. 
And that's it. I'm Vina, and this was the Nixers podcast. Mm-hmm.